Welcome to episode 139 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I am your host, Dave Ginsberg. Uh, my co-host Warren Scholar is off this week, but we got uh, our guest as always, and, and uh, welcome back to the show, Mr. Jeff Gamut. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm doing great, and thanks for having me on. I know that uh, I, I'm not Warren, but I will do my best to fill those shoes. Oh. No, I think you uh, you will do great, and we'll miss we miss you, Warren. But uh, he'll be back next week. So, um, seems like a relatively active uh, week uh, going on here at uh, the old uh, Apple world. Here, there's a fair amount of news, but we got some good topics uh, to hit on this week, uh, uh, as well as some Mac stock news. We'll be talking about towards the end of the show, and um, on all kinds of other fun stuff. So uh, then, let's uh, go ahead and uh, dig right in. We'll just jump right into the news this week. Uh, on Mac Rumors this week, uh, first story caught my eye was uh, Apple TV. The Billie Eilish documentary drew a record number of new subscribers. Um, uh, the Billie Eilish, uh, The World is a Little Blurry, had become the biggest uh, hit among young adults. It's just no surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and and has driven a record number of new subscribers to the, to, the, uh, uh, to the service, according to Deadline, which, of course, as we know, Apple never divulges subscriber numbers or viewer figures from Apple TV+, Plus, but according to the industry sources. Speaking to Deadline, the documentary drew a record-breaking 33% new viewers to the service. And young adults report, reportedly fueled the momentum of the new subscribers uh, since the film premiered. There was, this was a week ago, from as we record this on February 25th. And half the film's audience came from outside the United States, which is interesting, too. Well, you know, Billie Eilish, very, very popular music, uh, uh, musical musician. artist. Uh, musician. I was trying to get tongue-tied there. And she... Uh, is very young. She's what uh, nineteen years old, and this was filmed when she was seventeen years old. Uh, I did. Did you happen to see? It? Did you see it? I I did. I I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Uh, okay, but, so I won't. Spo- well, no spoilers, but yeah. Um, um, yeah. D- does she actually get to complete an album by the end of the movie? She may uh, have. I think I think everybody knows that. I, that's, that's pretty yeah. kind of, well, kind of know, not it, a, a lot of secrets. So it, it's like the <laughs> the spoiler in the Titanic. Does the ship sink? Yeah. yeah. So, but you know, Billy Eilish also has, uh, I don't know the exact number, probably eh, 30, 40, 50, 60 million Instagram uh, followers. So she is a slightly popular. She's, good. she's, she's quite a, she's a really good musician. I, I really like her music. Uh, I, I do too. You know, it, it's a, she's got a, an amazing voice. It's just you worry someone that young gets, uh, gets troubled. Um, and, uh, you know, we've seen that happen in the past. Uh, Brady Spears. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, uh, I think there's extra stuff going on in Britney's life to, to help yes, screw there, that up. There is. But, but uh, still, yeah, I, your, your point is well taken. Yeah, she's got uh, uh, Billie Eilish has some very supportive uh, parents and they were very, very prominent in this in this documentary. So Apple paid twenty five million dollars for this uh, to the uh, uh to the R.J. Uh, uh, Cutler directed documentary back in uh, December 2019. Uh, it, it battled against other uh, services in a bidding war, uh, and the record-breaking increase in subscribers and capture the young adult audience indicates that uh, the move may have paid off. I think they're probably right. Um, but a reason, a reason I want to really bring this up is the fact that I, 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 we're going to start seeing more and more of this type of stuff on Apple TV Plus, and and Apple is you know no stranger to, to getting into involved in this kind of stuff, and I I, I can't see why uh, they. 
they they can't continue to have hits like the movie Palmer that came out with Justin Timberlake. That was a really good. That was a good, really good movie, and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of their series uh, for all mankind is very popular right now. We got the second season of that, and mm-hmm. um, so uh, I just. You know, still continue to think Apple's going to be relatively successful. I don't see it's going to be at a level of a Netflix, but uh, I see it, you know, getting there, getting up there. Well, it's not going to be like Netflix because Apple's not taking the Netflix approach, which is get as much content as you can and, and just keep pumping it out there. And it feels more like Apple's approach is let's find the content that we think is going to be really good and successful and fits with, uh, with the Apple TV plus brand. And then let's go for that. So, so in one sense, it'll be a slow burner thing for Apple, but on the other hand, um, it, it looks to me like they're pretty successful right now. And considering the, uh, the talent that they hired along the way, to uh, to acquire content, um, I think they're going to be successful. Absolutely, and uh, I'm looking in the chat room for uh, and our YouTube channel, and the guy, of course, is in the chat room. What, what uh, kind of uh, not surprised here? And the guy says, "Billy Eilish is her own mother, like Anthony Hopkins." <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, we gotta love you, guy. Uh, so, yeah, this this is a, I just definitely see some good future with Apple TV Plus for sure. So, um, mm-hmm. next story here: Apple launches a service for transferring iCloud photos and videos to Google Photos. Uh, Apple this week introduced a, a new service that it's designed to make it quick and easy for iCloud users to transfer their stored photos and videos to Google Photos. Um, it's outlined in a Apple support document, which we'll have this in as well as that uh, the article in the link in the show notes. And you can go uh, to Apple's privacy website and sign in to see the uh, transfer a copy of data your uh, copy of your data option. And if you uh, select this and go through all the steps, Apple will transfer your iCloud photos to and videos to Google Photos. Now, you also got to remember here, Google is no longer offering a free tier of, of uh, Google Photos, uh, I think, as of June, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they will if you have an Android device, yeesh. Um, mm. But, uh, but uh, yeah, so I think you've got to kind of take that into account if you're doing this. But if you pay for Google Photos service, where many of you probably do, I mean, I have Flickr. I, I, I keep a lot of my photos backed up on Flickr, which is an awesome service, which uh, so glad that they are owned by SmugMug now. Um, and uh, uh, But uh, I guess the, the transfer process does take between three and seven days. That sounds about right. You know, just like if you would have a backup service like iDrive or Carbonite or one of those, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to take you probably a month to get your back data backed up, up online. But uh, um and you got to go through all the other stuff and all that uh, as far as uh, security and uh, all that. So what do you think? I, I, it's a good idea. I mean, people want to give it gives people an option. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. I, I agree. I think this also shows that, um, that this is the new Apple, not the old Apple, where, uh, where things don't have to be completely uh, uh, nailed down inside Apple's own ecosystem. And I think it also is a, a a smart strategic move because there there are various lawsuits, investigations that right. that happen will happen. 
uh, accusing Apple of monopolistic practices. And, you know, here's something Apple can say, well, look, you know, we set up this whole thing where we manage the whole process of getting your, your content out of iPhoto and into Google Photos. And, uh, and, and no one made us do this. We're doing this just because we're the altruistic company. Absolutely. So uh, check it out. We'll have links in the show notes for that. Um, also, this was interesting. Uh, Amazon launched a new game on uh, clip recording app on iOS. Uh, game on is Amazon's mobile gameplay recording platform. I'm not a gamer, but thought this was interesting. Had this since now been released on the iPhone and the iPad. The app lets uh, game players uh, capture video clips from a range of mobile titles that support screen recording and share them on the platform uh, to other sites. Now, Amazon is also the owner of Twitch, which we, which we know is probably one of the biggest uh, platforms for game, play, game playing streaming uh, out there. But uh, however, Twitch is uh, featuring the long videos that can last hours. Oh, my God, I can't imagine even watching a gameplay for hours. <laughs> Just not my thing. Yeah. Um, but but uh, uh, whereas Game On uh, will enable gamers to capture short ter- short form videos that last from 30 seconds to five minutes long. Hmm, I smell a TikTok here. Uh, and... Uh, uh, and this was actually noted by TechCrunch. Uh, the two streaming platforms are completely disconnected. So you're uh, using the separate branding, different channels. Amazon's been partnering with Game On streamers to focus entirely on this on this as well. So, um, and it lo- Game On allows the, uh, users to edit videos and add comedi- uh, uh, commentary or to include a stream of their own face while they play and all that other fun stuff. Uh, uh, Game On did go live in November of 2020, but it was limited to the Android pro- platform, um, which is uh, interesting. And um, it uh, it was a very late arrival on iOS, but I think it's like it was likely to due to the the hoops you have to jump through with security uh, that comply with Apple's yeah, more stringent policies. So, but uh, that as for as well as their policies with screen recording, because Apple's very very uh, strict about that. So, what do you think about this? Um, you know. Even without the hoops to jump through, it made sense to me in this case that they started with Android because uh, the the gaming platform, I think, on Android is uh, is more robust. So, sure, start there and then add in uh, iOS later, which typically, I'd say, is a bad idea. Start with iOS where your your money is and then add in (laughs) Android later on. Um, Yeah, I cool i think there's a lot of people that yeah. uh that want to get their twitch style uh video recordings out for for the games they're playing and now they have another way to do it so yeah array gamers yep array gamers yay <laughs> so check that out uh and then uh, last story i had this week uh plex now integrates with apple tv's apple's tv app on the iphone ipad and apple tv uh, Plex did today, as we record this, confirm that it now supports Apple's TV app, allowing you to keep track of what you've watched using the built-in Up Next feature um, in Plex, uh, where you watch one of the Plex ad-supported videos uh, on-demand offerings, which includes both TV shows and movies. You'll be prompted to allow Plex to share that, you know, what you've watched to the TV app. And then from there, the uh, the Plex content uh, will be visible in the Up Next, right alongside of all the other data sources, letting you keep tabs of your Plex content with that. Now, this isn't those of you who have a Plex server like I do, and I'm sure I don't. I don't. Know if you, do you have a Plex server? I do. 
yes. That I don't. It will not include your own content. This will only include the streaming content that Plex has, which is kind of neat. What Plex has, and we may we probably will touch upon that a little bit later here with our streaming uh, discussion. Uh, but all the uh, all the um, ad supported content is available. Content is available for free on Plex, which is interesting. And again, we'll have this discussion about this in a little bit. But glad to see that they decided to integrate with the Apple TV app because again, another place to put everything all in one place so you get get your eyeballs uh, focused one in one spot and not <coughs> ten spots. So mm-hmm. what uh, what you think? I guess you know we we, we we both love Plex, so I think this is a good. That was a good thing. Yeah, I, I think it's a good thing. Um, I was initially really excited then disappointed and then okay it, it was yeah. a roller coaster for me I, because <laughs> i had missed the the part initially about it's right. the ad supported content that they stream that'll show up in in the tv app uh because i i thought holy crap i can <laughs> now watch my watch my own content that i'm storing on my plex server right through the TV app as opposed to having to go to the Plex app. This is awesome. And then it turns out it's not that, but still, this is good. Um, uh, ha- turning the TV app into, into a uh, content hub is great. Uh, the problem that I've seen with it is that there's not enough uh, of the services that are actively supporting this. And yeah. so uh, it. I I don't use it as often as I should because like Netflix doesn't support it. Right. And yes, I know that that old library stuff will work with Netflix. Not the same. You either support it or you don't. So if you're halfway to me, that's you don't support it. Um, But with Plex, my guess is this is probably as far as they can go with supporting it. Uh, and that, and when I say that, I mean it's it's probably technically not possible for them to hook into some way for you to uh, to uh, have your own personal content showing up in the TV app. Yep. So, oh, good stuff. And uh, let's uh, that's our news for this week. Let's move on to our topics. Before we uh, go on to our topics, I actually wanted to mention the uh, uh, discussion that I had last week on episode 138, uh, the, the last episode, about this great new service uh, that allows you to swap your AirPods uh, when you have the dead batteries and get you a, a brand new fresh pair. It's a company called PodSwap. Uh, we talked about it on episode 138. I'm not going to go into any detail of that other than the fact I want to give them a shout out. Thanks for mentioning us. And our, this podcast uh, on on your press page and quoting some of the things I said. So uh, happy to, uh, to to give you guys some uh, publicity and uh, to and I think it's a it's an absolutely great service for those of you who have. Right now it's just the AirPods, the first generation, but process works great. But you can go back and listen to one thirty eight. We don't need to re- rehash all that. So just give them a shout out uh, uh, for that. So any thoughts, Jeff? Um, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, I love it when uh, when podcasts get shout out like that. Also, yeah. I wasn't familiar with uh, with PodSwap until you told me about it. Yeah, so check it out. Check it out. And uh, all right, so let's uh, talk about beta this week. Of course, Warren is our beta beta god because he loves to be in beta as much as he can. Although he did sell his um, 
MacBook Pro 16-inch because he was itching to be ready when the new one comes out. So uh, as you and I both know from his posts on Mac to the Future and our discussions with him, so he's mm-hmm. got up that up for sale. So he is not on beta on Mac, and that's got to be driving him crazy. But, oh, I uh, bet it is. <laughs> but we talk about iOS here. So beta 3 was released actually this week. It was a couple days ago. Um and uh, with Warren on, I just wanted to give some of the uh, pending talk about some of the pending features that are that are standing out. Uh, we've been talking about uh, one of them that stands out for me, and I know it's more Mac related, but it is the HomePod. Uh, is the fact that uh, you know I have a HomePod pair, so I have two of the full size big boy HomePod sitting next to me here as as I record this. And um, now you're only, now you're going to be able to stream your sound from your Mac to both. Home pods, what a concept! Drove me absolutely crazy. I, I got a pair of great speakers here, and I can't stream them to both of them because there was some limitation. Well, they fixed that in Big Sur Finally. Beta eleven point three. So I've tried it. I got, a, I got, a, I have a Mac on a, on Beta for it, and uh, works awesome, absolutely awesome. Um, and then the other thing that everybody is, is itching to get is the fact of the matter of you wasting. You know, we all are wearing our masks these days with. Uh, the things that are going on in this world, uh, to being able to unlock your iPhone without having to put your your passcode in every time, while your Apple Watch is going to automatically unlock it for you, uh, it's going to be limited. It will it will unlock it to a point where you can get to get to the phone, but it, it won't. Uh, some of the other security that's in there will not uh, work for 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 good reason. Um, it's important to, uh, uh, to to be able to know that 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 that's the uh, that that's your protecting you. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also talked about game controllers, and uh, they are adding a, a crowdsourcing Waze-like feature that will um, allow you to report accidents in Apple Maps. I think that's smart to competition with Google, since, of course, Google owns Waze. Uh, and um, other big controversy was the fact that, and, and I, I thought it was a bit of controversy because, you know, they've, they've done default changes on everything else, but being able to change your default streaming service to um uh to use like spotify over apple music for for example well uh i do have an article in the um in the show notes that uh, actually clarifies uh the fact that apple confirms that this is not a setting as a default feature so you can't say uh i'm gonna play my music and i'll go right to spotify it isn't going to work that way it's in it's it's incorporating with the s lady um so giving you the opportunity with not only uh, uh, music podcasts and audiobook playback um, that you, uh, that you can say, you know, Hey, S lady, uh, play this, this song on that service uh, in this, in the case of Spotify. So interesting to see where, what they, what they've decided to do with this, where you got browsers, email clients and others that are now able to be set as a permanent default. So what do what you think of this? I think this is an interesting uh, uh, thing here. Uh, yeah, it's, I I like it because yeah, I do too. Yeah, not not everyone is uh, using Apple Music, and we have these speakers that are much more useful to people if they can stream from whatever platform they actually want to use. So uh, you want to sell more HomePods? Well, let yeah. people stream from more services, and uh, it. Uh, is is my understanding the same as your understanding on how this works? Where you say, "Hey, S lady, play 
Billie Eilish on Spotify. And now it just remembers that you want to use Spotify. It's not like you're going and changing a setting. And, and then at some point later on, um, um, your home pod may very well ask you what service do you actually want to play this on and make sure that you still want to listen to it, to stuff on Spotify, not like in the same session, but like maybe days or weeks later. Right. Um, article we've got linked in the show notes is on Mac stories or our, our, our friend Federico and Chichi's uh, got some good, always has great information out there. And uh, he, he's, it seems like it's more of a, uh, uh, the argument Apple is is boiling it down to semantics, uh, you know, that uh, it will not offer a proper page in settings to actually convert it as a quote unquote default audio app uh, like browsers and email clients. Uh, but you could say that the the fact that it, 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 it Siri is going to be intelligent enough uh, that it's going to understand what you're doing and remember. And that's what S lady does all the time is, mm-hmm. is remember what you do and try to make things more autom- automatic for you. Um, but you can do it on other services like Pandora and uh, and Spotify and probably you know, maybe even Sonos. I don't know any any other music services that are out there. SoundCloud um, and same thing with podcasts. If you're using a podcast, uh, another podcast app besides Apple Podcasts, uh, you'll have that option. And even audiobooks probably you know, go to Audible as opposed to Apple Apple mm-hmm. Books. And uh, so yeah, it's purely I think it's going to be in a, in a Siri thing. But who knows? This this could go somewhere. For the future, it's very possible I, I, uh, that that it could. At least I would think. Yeah, it's also good as yet another preemptive strike. Look how open we are. We're not an evil monopoly, right? Um, but still, if if you want to sell home pods, let people play stuff on them, and don't limit the the playback platform. You'll sell more home pods. And then uh, other feature actually that stood out today as as I uh, record this that uh, this was on, over on nine to five Mac and Mac rumors here is quoted it uh, uh, that uh, a uh, well it explains that a turn off item safety features uh, option is going to come up uh, and then we'll notice that someone has placed an AirTag or any Find My compatible uh, item tracker in your possession to prevent your location from being shared. Um, if you attempt to turn uh, the toggle off, the, uh, the Find My app will more, uh, uh, warns you by doing so. The owner of that unknown item will be able to see your location if you if you turn turn it on. So, um, so interesting. Uh, they noticed this is this the same thing with this. All goes back to the air air tags. I mean, we've been talking about the air tags for like a year. Mm-hmm. Is Apple ever going to come out with these air tags? Uh, with these devices, there are also you know a lot of more third, more and more third-party um, uh, devices like uh, like Beats and with, with their earphones and uh, Belkin is going to have their theirs already enabled in my Find My, so you you, build, you can do it even much uh, more different, uh, uh, being able to define these devices more than just the AirPods. Um, the other thing too I saw too in in the beta is uh, you're actually going to go be able to go into the find my and actually it has a graphic that comes up with the magnifying glass and you can start saying search for my devices and it just does a full out search mm-hmm. uh, and sees if it sees any of the, your devices that are nearby and it'll tell you through the find my. Um, no, I've, got, I've got a great uh, great story with find my is is uh, my my uh, my mom uh, unfortunately had misplaced her phone and she'd realized she had 
uh, either got lost or fell out of her purse. I'm not sure at a, at a, at a store where she was working. Um, so she, um, she ended up, uh, going, uh, went home and of course freaking out. And as I, as I can't blame her, you lose your iPhone. You're not very happy. I says, okay, we gotta, go, we gotta figure out how to, to find this for you. She did have an iPad luckily and not being as tech savvy as we know most of our parents are at those at that age, uh, had to really handhold her with this. Uh, but it was okay. Uh, and she, uh, she couldn't get her iPad to work because she said, oh, I had stopped using it because the battery wasn't charged. I'm like, okay, great. All right. So now let's, what's your password for your iTunes, uh, your, your Apple ID? Oh, there it is. It worked. Two-factor authentication. So how do you get a code? Uh, the only device that has it is the iPad. And other than that, there's no other device that's available. It didn't have a PC set up. Nothing else. So mm-hmm. you get you're kind of out of luck with that if you don't. And, and I was really getting concerned, like this is crazy, you know. And then, and then of course, Apple's process is, oh yeah, you can put your, I put my own phone number in, and well, it's going to be about a day. We will send it to you, but we know we unfortunately you have to wait. But uh, we're sorry, but that's that's how it goes. Well, I never got it. I never got it, anything sent to me. So yeah. I probably been waiting days, and she had to have no phone. Luckily, like luckily, I told her, plug the iPad in, maybe it'll come back on and have some life that you can use it. So sure enough, she was with my dad and, and they uh, uh, they got uh, the iPad uh, up and running and ter- opened up my, Find My and there it was. It was sitting at the store where she, apparently she had dropped it. But the cool thing was in, in Find My, it's doing it just like what it is in Apple Maps. It goes down to the very minute detail where it mm-hmm. could actually be. And if, if that store has a map... It's it's actually going to tell you what aisle and what uh, what section it was, which it did. So you know, pretty it cool. pressed it pressed them both. It pressed them both pretty immensely. So she went home, and the 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 the, the, the happy story is she got her phone back. So uh, that's awesome. So that's so th- this is just added to this uh, with the beta we were talking about uh, of this is just adding to the how much of a of value that this that Find My has. Uh, for finding your devices. So I don't know. We probably all have millions of stories that we could tell as far as, I mean, I, I told my story about when I left my, uh, left my iPad at, at, the, at a horse racing track. And uh, when I was there for, for a day of fun and uh, I freaking out and I started turning my tone on and the security guards were freaking out because, because <laughs> they kept going, what is that thing? You're driving me nuts. Turn that off. That's funny. <laughs> I'll be there in a few minutes. So it, it's just, yeah, it, it, it's great stuff. And I'm sure, You've experienced it too, but I can't say I can't say enough. Yeah, Find My has been uh, uh, incredibly useful. Yeah. So, what? Um, so I'm going to toss something out here. Yeah. And uh, and people are just going to hate this, but <laughs> so with with Find My iPhone, or excuse me, with the with Find My and the new items thing. And Apple's saying that there's the whole API so that uh, third-party devices can hook into that. What if Apple's still not going to release their tags? Oh, it's going to happen. And they leave the tag thing to companies like Tile. Because there's nothing stopping Tile from from tying in to that. And uh, and then you can use the Tile app or the Find My app and find your Tile products um, or Tile tags. So now, now I say this, expecting Apple's going to release their own tracker device, but yeah. at the same time, with what they've set up, they don't have to. Right. So yeah, I I mean, because that's Tile's been frightened of all being frightened that that their device is going to get Sherlock. It's going to be a, a device that you know 
Apple already doing it. And I know Kyle had been contemplating maybe even lawsuits and that kind of thing. But uh, but there's obviously some, some something going on with Apple with tech, the technology with this that, mm-hmm. that, that they're holding this back. It just isn't meeting their standards or, or something to that effect. So it, it might be the threat of the lawsuits. And, Could be. and they're just like sitting here waiting to to let a lot of this play out. And then when the time is right uh, legally for them, and when I say legally, yep. I mean as far as lawsuits go, right. then, then they'll say, hey, look what we have. Um, but also they're going to have to come up with something really compelling to get me to uh, to retire my tile tags because sure. I, I have quite a few. And I'm not just going to to toss them out or or replace all of them if if uh, yeah. you know the, if Apple can't offer me something much more compelling than what I'm getting from Tile. Right, right. So we'll see what it, where it goes. That's beta for this week, and uh, and some bonus coverage of of, of our tags and uh, find my so. Um, Let's go ahead and move on. We're going we're gonna to actually go into some streaming discussion here. And the uh, first topic of, of part of this, uh, of the show, is uh, about the Apple TV. The third generation is slowly dying. It's uh, going to be fading away to oblivion, just like the Series 2 did. And uh, if we remember the old Series 1 from way back when. The, the one that I, looked like a Mac Mini. Like that Mac Mini that was the slowest machine there was, but... It was just a hobby back then, you know. That's that's You're what, right. If, if I remember what Steve Jobs said, and you know, yeah, don't, don't, it, it was a hobby for quite a while until yeah. it suddenly wasn't. So in uh, this and uh, this week, there was a two announcements that happened. YouTube, which I think is the biggest of all the blows, is uh, is no longer going to support the device, and the app is going to be removed from the third generation uh, Apple TV. As everybody knows, the third generation has preset installed apps. There's not an app store like the fourth gen and the 4K version now. Uh, but we also got to say that the, the 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 fourth the 4K version, pretty much the as the most current one now. Have been around for like what three years now, three four years. So and Apple still hasn't showed any love to Apple TV. So you kind of wonder where that's going to go. Mm-hmm. But you know what? These Apple third the TV third gen devices, albeit they are slower than the the, the current models, um, you still can airplay to them. So I think mm-hmm. that's you know that's one thing you still can do. People tend to have challenges when it comes to using AirPlay. I think that that's where I'm a little uh, be a little concerned. Is is, is are they going to give up on it? It's like ah, I don't want to deal with this anymore. But you know, it, it works. I, MLB I was hope the other they one. Don't give up on it. Me either. I mean, I just yeah, it's. I, I would hope not as well. So it, two the two of the big services, MLB, which is a very big uh, content provider for for obviously for Major League Baseball, um, and uh, and YouTube. Those that was you know, two big blows to be removed from from that device. But you know that that just is bringing the value of that device even lower. So if you try to resell it, you know they probably could find they could probably be one had for ten or twenty bucks. I wouldn't be surprised. Probably. Yep. I I still have one. It's not it's not one I use, but uh, no, neither. It's I have it too. It's sitting in a box. <laughs> yeah, mine's in my uh, my projector box, so that if I go someplace, you know, you remember when we used to go on location for presentations yep. and stuff. Sometimes mm-hmm. I need to take my own projector, so I just kept uh, that third gen Apple TV in the box, so that uh, I'd have an easy way to connect all my devices for presentations. Um, you know, losing these apps off off of the third gen Apple TV sucks for some people and I totally get yep. it. But at the yep. same time, 
uh, supporting those apps is uh, is uh, it doesn't make fiscal sense anymore. I think for these companies because they're right. It's a separate code base from what we have on uh, right. on the newer Apple TVs because because of uh, the version of operating system that you're running, and you have to work in concert with Apple to have the uh, the apps written and compiled and then pushed out to the to the Apple TV. Um, it, that takes money and time and resources that could be going yeah. other places. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and then kind of transition over a little bit uh, with, uh, with video uh, as we record just today, today was the very first day of the, the actual app, app the, the launch of Paramount plus, which is uh, the uh, replacement for CBS all access. So today, uh, that happened, and um, it was interesting the way it went. Because I was, I would have fully would have expected that uh, they're going to make, make you download another app and down and, and install. But instead, they were able to code it in in, in a much smarter way, where you went just opened up uh, your, uh, your your App Store app, and it said, "Oh, you have an update," and it just all it does is just rebranded it and just and 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 sent you a new update. So it went very smoothly. So I think that was a smart thing. Uh, hopefully people will see that that needs to be done because, you know, some people are resistant to getting their apps updated right away. But, uh, but I was, uh, I was impressed enough that, uh, the, uh, the app, uh, did that. Um, mm-hmm. I actually did sign up for it, uh, beforehand. They were offering the deal where you can get it $50 for the entire year. So you know, divide that out. That's only about four bucks a month, which is not too terribly bad. That's the, not bad. Uh, too barely price. So I opted to do that. So, um, so I'm locked in for a year and then I'm, I'm good with that. Um, do you, do you, did you subscribe to CBS all access uh, for you? Yeah, I, I have the CBS all access plus showtime bundle. Ah, so what's, what happens to that? Do you, does, does that stay or? I don't know. I hope it stays because, uh, because that's a a really nice deal. Um, It is. Yeah. So I, I bet I'll know when we're done recording because that's when, when I'll actually have my first time today to go and sit in front of the television. And I was planning on uh, launching CBS all access and seeing what happened. Um, Yeah. So I don't know. I, I hope that deal stays. I mean, even if it's something where, where they say, okay, it's, it's a grandfathered deal now. And, uh, and the only people that get to have it are the people that already have it. Yeah, I would, I would think that, uh, they did, if I, I remember back in the beginning of February, um, the uh, CBS and Showtime bundle was no longer able through the Apple TV app. Um, but I would think they will continue. It, it, it only makes sense. They're both owned, uh, Vicom CBS properties. So, I mean, it would only make total sense, uh, uh, to do that. So, but I want to a little, little detail with what, what's on Paramount plus, uh, they're going to have, they already have two big SpongeBob premieres, which is exciting. I can't, I can't just, I just can't believe it. I just, I, I'm know. surprised you're actually able to yeah. sit down while you're saying that. <laughs> it's really tough, really tough. Uh, so they got for the kids, which is great. Um, and then don't have to worry about Star Trek. Star Trek's going to be, and I figure you're you're probably one of the one of the reasons you're probably a subscriber is because you're watching Star Trek, Star Trek Discovery and Picard, and they have some of the and old lower decks, uh, and, yeah. lower decks, and, and all the series and uh, you know, Star Trek: The Next Generation. They I think they have the first gen. They don't have every series, but a lot of the movies too. Which, of course, if we recall, uh, Star Trek was a Paramount. Uh, That's true. Uh, they don't have all the series. Companies. I don't think they have uh, they have some of most of them I think I I, I have maybe I have to go back and look um, I thought they had all of them 
They probably do. And I probably it's, just, um, so, uh, as far as uh, films go, I think they're going to have the back catalog for Paramount. So that would include things like Top Gun and Mission Impossible. Uh, they will uh, probably uh, stream the, those new sequels that come out because, uh, you know, boys, Tom, I, I can't wait to see Top Gun. That's I love Top Gun, the first movie. And uh, and uh, th- that's supposed to be coming out. That was supposed to come out last year, of course, but it didn't because of for obvious reasons. But yep. uh, um, so you're they're they're. Uh, they're also including like the Godfather trilogy, the Indiana Jones films. These are all, this is a big back catalog that you're going to be able to uh, get access to. So I'm pretty excited about that part of it. Um, yeah, that's to, very to cool. Have, be able to go back. I know some, not everybody likes to watch old movies, but, uh, but all the CBS content will be there. You know, Stephen Colbert, uh, a lot of the TV, uh, the TV series, um, and, uh, Sports fans will be able to get the NFL on CBS, assuming that still stays with the hearing rumblings of contract changes and such, uh, but uh, the NCAA. And so you, you shouldn't have to do anything like, like, uh, like, uh, like it says, I have a link in the, the app store preview that, that, that highlighted this today in, on Apple's app store. Um, it just subscription just transfers and you get a new app and it, it works really well. So, um, but I wanted to kind of just kind of talk a little bit about services in general. So, um, Let's say HBO Max. Let's say so. The, mm-hmm. Interesting to where all the content ends up going, um, and and the reason why we're talking about this is just we we consume this this content on your on on your iPads and 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 a lot of times you're on your iPhone too. I mean, with me being with me having the iPhone 12 Pro Max, I'm I'm using it quite a bit to watch. I mean, I was just watching some TV before we started recording the show here because want to catch up on some shows and mm-hmm. uh, and. It doesn't bother me much to watch it on there because it's a nice big screen and it's so it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a good experience uh, and the same thing of, of course with the iPad the twelve point nine or the eleven inch uh, device so it's it's out there um, but like HBO Max is one that uh, has things like The Big Bang Theory and has Friends and both of those shows were on like Friends was NBC and and Big Bang was on CBS so those are neither one of those are on uh, on on the uh, Paramount. Because of uh, the fact that uh, the licensing, I mean, it's where, right. where, where distribution came from. And then those shows uh, ended up on HBO Max. So uh, so you have that. So you have that. You have that uh, series. Of course, I'm subscriber to that. I mean, I, I've, I've created a list here and of, of some of the things I that I, I, I am paying for and some of the things I'm not paying for. But and also things that are free. Um, so uh, other ones that, are, that there are, are paid, it's like Peacock. I think Peacock does have a free tier. And, and NBC yes. Yes. Uh, that it's ad based, which is fine, but I'm a, a Comcast Xfinity subscriber, so I get it for free. So it's included, uh, which is awesome. But uh, oh, wait, it I don't is. have to. Yes, it is. Yeah, if you're oh. a Comcast X, uh, if any Xfinity subscriber, you get Peacock for free. Oh well, okay. Well, then I'll go get the Peacock app. Yeah, I, I just got to install it because I, you know, I was like, I've been so spoiled by not having yeah. to watch commercials. And I didn't want to pay for another service. I was like, ah, pff, I just won't get it. But well. yeah, no, it uh, it uh, it is included, uh, and it the, the sign in does work with the app. Originally, at first it didn't, but I I was able to get the app to work. If you have their X One platform for through uh, Comcast Xfinity, the Peacock app is actually built into that, so you can watch it right from from there too. Okay. TV. Well, th- thanks so. for uh, uh, eating up even more <laughs> of my time. I appreciate that. <laughs> That's right. Um, and then of course, of course, you have other services like Hulu. Um, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not a subscriber of Hulu, but they have some decent content. Of course, because I'm being, being a Comcast uh, subscriber, I, I, I do have all the, uh, uh, the TV I, I need, uh, 
albeit you know you, you try to analyze what with with doing cord cutting it it almost doesn't pay off and, and it's so much easier with the interface of with uh, Xfinity. You know, there was a time when it really looked like cord cutting was yeah. going to be the better financial option, but uh, companies like like Comcast, Xfinity. I mean, they, mm-hmm. of course they ran the numbers and, uh, and they figured yeah. out how to, how to do this so that, um, it's for most people, I think cheaper to not be a cord cutter, which exactly, which for them is smart. I mean, I, I've been a cord cutter for a very long time, mm-hmm. uh, but the, the irony is I'm a cord cutter, but to be able to, uh, to get the better price on my broadband, it has to have a TV bundle with right. it, which is crazy. Exactly. But yeah. I don't want to have that stupid box in my way. So <laughs> I never even opened the cable box when, okay. when they sent it to me. It's at the back of my closet somewhere. Now, unfortunately, they're charging you for it too. Uh, but it's still a better deal uh, it, yeah. in the long run there. So, uh, but yep, go get, go get Peacock for that. So, um, yep. Hulu and YouTube TV both have services where you can, you can subscribe and have your TV content, but, you add up the cost, it's the same. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to, to do that. Hulu has a cheaper tier where you could just get their original content and some and, and some of the other content that's uh, on demand. Uh, but uh, And then uh, Amazon Prime, of course. Amazon Prime Video is big. Of course, uh, if anybody hasn't heard, this weekend is Eddie Murphy's new movie. Uh, sequel to Coming to America is coming out oh, right. on Friday. It's coming out. Yes. Yeah. So you got to... Uh, I'll definitely be watching that. I love that movie. I <laughs> McDowell's. love Coming to America. <laughs> McDonald's. Remember John Amos is looking at the, at the, at the McDonald's manual and he's mm-hmm. trying to get their secrets. Oh, that was such a great movie. It was um, fantastic. And then Roku, of course, has their own content app. And then you have Crackle, which is another. I hear some of the free tiers. Now, the one that kind of stands out to me as far as a free tier that works great with the iPad, I, Apple, the iPhone and the iPad is uh, Pluto TV. Uh, Pluto is, is, is got a lot of pretty interesting content and a, a lot of uh, stuff on the service and it's absolutely free, which is, it's just mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got that. De- they've got dedicated channels to just specific shows. Like if you really like the love boat back in the seventies and eighties, you have a whole channel just for that all in the family one day at a time. Uh, uh, a lot of those, uh, a lot of those shows are uh, uh, are on there as dedicated channels. Um, so, uh, uh, I love that channel. It, 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 it's yeah, it's it's it's, it's phenomenal uh, the fact that they have that. Uh, and uh, so, I, I'm pretty impressed with uh, Pluto TV. Another one is called Tubi, T U B I. Another one that's that's free and Xumo, X U X U M O is another one uh, that's free. Oh, I've been pronouncing uh, it Zumo. Is it Zumo? Maybe I don't know. Zumo. I have no idea. Yeah. So, so check out, I mean, I've got, I've got uh, this, this bullet list of all these services. It's definitely worth a, a chance to check it out. You know, of course you're dealing with ad supported uh, stuff with free free is never free. You're uh, right. But you, you, if you always, but if you don't mind the cat, I mean, come on, you think about it when you're watching regular TV, you can, uh, you can easily um, expect that you always were had to watch commercials in the past. So yeah, I don't understand these it. words you're saying, regular TV. Yeah, regular TV. Well, there is a, there is that service called Locast that ha- in many cities across the U.S. Uh, allow you to be able to uh, get the over-the-air channels over the Internet. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with that service, but uh, uh, yeah. it 
I believe it is available in Denver, the Denver area. So if, as well yeah. as Chicago I, and a lot of bigger, big cities across the United yeah, States. Yeah, I'm pretty sure so. it's here too. Uh, but uh, but the bad part is it it every time you change a channel, it nags you to donate. <laughs> so if you don't donate, you have to sit wait through their ad, through their begging ad, and then you got the channel on. It's not like you know what we love to do is flip channels all the time, right? Yeah. Um, well, so. if there's only one over the air channel you you watch, that wouldn't be so bad. Because you're not going to yeah. get the nags as often. That, that, that's but, definitely true. But so. still, like you said, you pay even when it's free. Absolutely. You sure do. You sure do. Um, and lastly, I'll have to talk one more pay service, uh, Discovery Plus. I didn't think I would really be into uh, 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 that that service. And that's all the Discovery uh, Network channels, uh, the Food Network and uh and uh, a lot of the other channels uh, that are, uh, are part of their package and uh, investigative TV. They got a lot of interesting investigative stuff and they also got a lot of original content mm-hmm. and it's a really high quality, you know, and the best part is like, Oh, the, you, you always got to uh, watch uh, Guy Fieri and diners, drive-ins and dives. That's always everybody's favorite show. Uh, but, uh, and it's nice to be able to watch it and not have to watch the commercials because <laughs> that's, it is, oh, right. you, you have a, you have a commercial free tier and then you have a, uh, uh the ad bait, uh, ad, uh, supported tier. So, so that's other service to check out as well. So, but, uh, I think, uh, it's, uh, it's definitely going to be interesting to see where streaming goes and there's just so much more content out there, just as we talked about here, uh, to just to absorb. And, and, and like you said, you, I mean, you can, if you've got TV, you actually probably can watch uh, Xfinity Comcast stream. You can just put it on a browser and watch the channels on there. If you really wanted to, if you've got TV service, you can. So, yeah. Um, so, so, and endless amounts of entertainment these days. And in addition to uh, not talking about cord cutting, because at this point, like you said, cord cutting, it just becomes uh, a non, it's become such a non-factor. It was, it was big back in the old, back in a, a few years ago, but eh, not anymore. Well, okay. Here, here's the problem I see with cord cutting today. And the problem yeah. is that we've entered a new golden age of television where right. the quality of the content is so much higher and the and the the amount of content that's high quality is really high uh back back when cord cutting seemed like a really good option you know it was like well um i already have amazon prime because i'm an amazon prime customer so that's just a freebie thrown in but i have netflix and uh and there we go. Oh, and then I got HBO. All right, now I have everything that I could possibly want, and uh, and I'm paying substantially less than if I had a, a a cable package. Well, now you have to have. I mean, you you rattled off a long list, and each one of those mm-hmm. has has uh, a lot of great content, and most of them have original content that's worth mm-hmm. watching. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, we'll have all these uh, links in the show notes for the, all the comprehensive information relates to each one of these services, check them out. And you know, that, that's me. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a person that likes to collect things. And that's probably what I'm doing right now is collecting, collecting these free services and not paying, trying to pay for all these services. Mm-hmm. And then of course I have many uh, cons- consumption devices. Not only do I have an Apple TV, I have a Roku, I have a TV, TiVo uh, stream device. That's an Android based uh, device. Uh, so you, you, you know, you got, you got to just kind of experience uh, it and see what other, what, what, what the experience is besides just Apple TV. And then uh, those devices aren't as expensive as Apple TV, which is, it's a good thing. So, mm-hmm. all right. We got a couple, uh, uh, 
uh, tips and the cool stuff found here. And, uh, and then we're going to talk about Mac stock here just a bit. Um, first tip I had here was, uh, uh, how do you shut down your iPhone without buttons? Cause we, we know the tip and I've given this tip a bunch of times on how to do a, do a power down, uh, on your iPhone. And the way you do that is you push your volume up, you volume you down and then push your power to the side button. And then the power uh, button will come up at the top, but there is a way to do it actually within the, uh, the phone itself, um, and, and going into settings. So if you go into settings, then you go into general if you scroll all the way down to the very bottom of that list, there is a, a button there that says shut down. So you don't have to go through all that physical stuff. You're still going to be doing some physical stuff, but at least mm-hmm. that way, it's an easy way to to uh, to get to the shutdown on your iPhone. And uh, the same thing applies to the iPad. You, it has easy way to, to shut it down as well. So I thought that was a good tip. Uh, That's an excellent tip. And, and I know there's a lot of people that will say, Look, it's not that big of a deal to hold the two buttons yeah. in at the same time or do up, down, right. side. And, um, but for some people, yeah, it actually is uh, a big deal. Yeah, physically. Yeah, physically. Yeah. I mean, they, they might – if you, if you have arthritis yeah. and it's bad enough, you probably aren't going to actually really be able to, to squeeze those buttons long enough. And so here you go. Now, now you Absolutely. have a way to do it without uh, – um, uh, having to find a friend or or a crowbar, or jam it up against a wall or whatever. Absolutely. So, um, and then uh, I have a cool stuff found, and this might become one of my cool stuff found for t- to the Mac show tomorrow. Cool. <laughs> um, this is uh, from a company called uh, Wutotu. And I know that's a crazy name, but what it is, it's a metal iPhone tripod mount with a, with a cold shoe. Uh, has a 360 degree rotation and it's compatible to pretty much any smartphone you have has a tripod mount. Um, it does spin and it does lock in place. I can't show it physically on the camera because I'm actually using it uh, right now for my, uh, my webcam, which is my iPhone. Um, but, uh, really cool little device here. The color it's in black and it's metal. So it's really solidly built. I mean, I've got, I've had other, other, uh, clips in the past, but, uh, I was, uh, I, this was a recommendation. I said, like, let me check this out. And I just got it today and I just started using it. And, uh, it's actually a pretty cool device. I was uh, very impressed, uh, of, of its, of, of its, uh, how it's built it's solid, uh, very, uh, very easy to, to spin and get your, get your iPhone position when you have it on a tripod and, uh, and clamp it in place. It's a, a good rig mount. I guess you would do it for live streaming. That's so. really cool. I, I have a cool thing for you also. Okay, cool. Awesome. Um, this just came out. I haven't actually been able to touch one yet, but it, oh. it looks so well designed and it's from 12 South. So yeah, those, guys, I, I feel, those guys rock. Yeah. I feel comfortable saying this is a really cool thing without ever touching it. And yep. it's called the hover bar duo. And it's a, it's an iPhone or iPad stand and you clamp the device in there so you can do horizontal or, yep. uh, you know, landscape or portrait and the base is heavy enough that, uh, you know, you can just stand there and it's, your iPad isn't going to make the thing tip over. It has a little uh, divot thing, a trough in the base so that you can set an Apple Pencil down. It's not going to roll away. And the duo part comes in because not only is it a stand, but it's a clamp. So you can clamp it mm. to the side of your desk or... Uh, to your headboard or like uh, one, one of the examples they have was clamping it to uh, to a cabinet in your kitchen. Mm-hmm. And it looks nice. It's really, it looks like it's really well designed and mm-hmm. it's 12 South. So how can you go wrong? Yep. 
I had their old one, the the one that uh, they had. I forgot what they called it, though. I think it was the, called the hover bar. It wasn't a duo. That was the one that and it doesn't work with the late, the newer iPads, of course. I have it. And it, it had that nice plastic clamp with the ball. And it had a really heavy-duty clamp that pl- clamped to your desk, like you said. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I did have this one. And, yeah, they 12Soft makes some awesome stuff. They they really do. Um, and uh, Yeah, I, and this I, is I, their I, brand I, new version of that. Yeah, so this is because they, they discontinued the one I had. I couldn't even, in fact, I said, I was hoping hey, maybe you can give me some, maybe you're going to sell like a updated bracket for a new, the newer iPads. I don't know. Then it just like disappeared. They, they gave up on it. But apparently they came back and uh, they, they have it out again. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. So, all right. Uh, before we wrap up here, I wanted to mention a little, a little bit about MacStock. Uh, MacStock uh, 2021. Uh, as many of us know, we've, we, uh, and many of you know, I've, Talked about MacStock for many, many years. Jeff and I have both attended uh, most years, and I've been to them all, all years. I don't know if you've been to every year. but Not to every uh, year. Have you spoken at MacStock? I have. I have spoken so, at MacStock. Okay, so both of us are uh, MacStock speaker alumni. Speaker alumni. So as as everybody knew last year, uh, MacStock 2020 went virtual for, for obvious reasons, uh, and, and it went off just Amazingly, um, and uh, I was uh, one. Of the, I was a producer of the sh- of, of the of the event, and, and we had an amazing time. And I think a lot of people really enjoyed it. It's not going to replace the fun of being in person and meeting everybody and getting to see everybody uh, each each year, because uh, the first five years we were doing that, and I I, I always looked forward to it every year. Um, so, uh, but uh, uh, and then Mike, of course, had to make that a difficult decision to change it in 2020. Well, he had to do it again this year in 2021. Um, it's just with the current situation going on and, 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 and the event host, uh, Mike Potter, as I mentioned, decided to keep it virtual. He, he did post a video, which I have a link in the show notes for you to take a look at. Um, and he actually, actually did uh, a tour of the Woodstock, Illinois, uh, town square, which is actually where his office is as well. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, that's where Groundhog Day was filmed. So, uh, if anybody's is familiar with that. So, uh, but, uh, it, 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 I, I, I understand. I understood his decision. I think it was a good decision. Um, I agree. Uh, because you don't know by June. I mean, yeah, things are going to probably start lightening up a little bit with uh, with uh, with the things going on. Um, but uh, you don't know. I mean, and and the event, the, the events, uh, the venue is probably not going to open it up at 100 percent as far as people can be there. And he doesn't want that. That's just not fun. We don't want to restrict it down to just like 50 people. We want our 150 or 200 people to be there and sure to, to, to see and, and enjoy the event. So it's going to go virtual um, and uh, watch the video. I will link it, like I said, in the show notes. So what Mike uh, talked about and what his, what his thoughts are still more to come. Nothing else has been decided as of yet when it's going to be, I would venture to say it'll probably be in July as it always is. Uh, we try to do it in the summertime. So uh, stay tuned. You know, we'll be hearing more about this on, on this show and other shows uh, out there. And uh, we just wanted to make sure we mentioned that and uh, shout out to Mike Potter. Thank you uh, for everything you do with Maxock. We, we love it. And uh, we're up uh, you're Jeff and I both are full supporters. We still got to get Warren to go. Warren has not been to Maxock ever. So what is wrong with that? With that man, uh, I know we got to get him going. He was go- he was all ready to go last year, but it obviously didn't happen. So. Yeah. Well, okay. We'll, so we'll get in there at some point. I mean, Warren yeah. is really missing out. And Warren, if you watch this, uh, uh, yeah, I'm telling you, you are missing out. Yes. Yes. So, 
All right, uh, let's go ahead and wrap things up here, and uh, we'll go. We'll, we'll call this uh, show to a close. Um, that is a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS. You can subscribe in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts and many others. But better yet, you can go to our website at InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am your host, Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. Jeff, thank you again for being here. I always love having you, and you're always welcome. Uh, where can everybody find you? Uh, well, first, thanks for having me back, and I and I have so much fun with you and with Warren, yeah. so uh, I'm looking forward to next time when, when Warren's here, too. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I'm easy to find. I'm Jay Gamut on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and uh, and actually, you can find me a lot of Tuesdays really? now on Mac Voices Live with Chuck Joyner. That's true. And, and with me? And, and with you? <laughs> yep. Yep. And uh, sometimes I even remember the names of the shows that, uh, yeah, that I'm on. Sometimes. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so this is Thursday, so that means tomorrow morning. I'm, I'm going to be hosting the Mac Show on British Tech Network live for uh, Ewan Rankin while uh, he recovers from uh, yes. uh, being old enough to be out of warranty. Yes, he needs to recover, and I will more than likely, I think, I will be joining you on that show tomorrow as well. Awesome. So thank you uh, for being here. As uh, I, I appreciate it, Jeff. Thanks to everybody out there for listening. We really appreciate it, and we'll talk again soon.